Hey, I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. Happy Wednesday. We're back and another Like you Wednesday thought we weren't going to come back. Never. <laughs> we will never leave you. Ever. Ever. Was that from that movie? I'll find you. Yeah, Stepbrother. No, not Stepbrothers. Reading Crashers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Um, we'll find you if you don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't subscribe, you don't give us a review. Week. Just kidding. Not really. Tune in. Um, but we're back. Hopefully you are too. And this is Heather, by the way, in case we have some new listeners. We've noticed we have a few each week, which is awesome. And Brookie Boo's right here. Hello, also I'm Brooke. <laughs> if you don't know me, we're really bad at this. We don't introduce ourselves enough, but I have a two and a half year old son. I work for myself. I'm a marketing strategist. Just recently took the leap in the last year. My little guy's Aiden, married to my husband, John. And if you follow us on Instagram, I'm the brown hair. And I'm the blonde. And I also have a son and a husband. We're very alike. And I'm also an entrepreneur. Weird, because we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship. Um, But yeah, I'm Heather. I'm married to my husband, Nick. We have an almost two-year-old, Vaughn, who is a little doll. And actually, this is the first podcast that we're really doing it mompreneur style because we had to plate it in the morning. Our kiddos are upstairs sleeping right now for their nap. We decided to record a podcast <laughs> and we're doing it. We're mixing we it are. all in today. We're practicing what we preach. So we're not lying over here. Authenticity. Um, but yeah, it actually feels good. It feels good to have like mom in the morning, little us situation. And then we're going to do another. <laughs> kind and of- us situation means us on the couch recording, eating pasta with a probiotic drink. Yeah. Brooke made me a chef today. So I made us eggplant pasta with artichoke and Parmesan. And then I did a kale salad with golden raisins, um, sesame seed cashews for a crunch, along with some celery and Caesar Italian dressing because I ran out. <laughs> very, very good. Yeah. Anyhow, um, that's probably the last time I'll cook till I have this baby. But speaking of babies, we want to chat today a little bit about um, babies and how they change more than your bodies because... Being mothers and entrepreneurs and just humans, I feel like every (laughs) piece of our life has changed um, as we took that leap. And it's one of those things where it really is hindsight is 2020, I feel like, because everyone tries to tell you certain things as you're going through it. And I'm, you know, getting ready to add a second child to the mix. And I'm kind of going through this process again, but a little bit differently now that I've, you know, taken all the advice from everybody the first time. But you know, people try to tell you like, oh, it's never going to be the same. You're never going to sleep again. Like all these different things. And, um, 
you don't take them all to heart, I think. No. Because you think it's going to be different for you. But Yeah. I don't think you ever really can until you're in the situation. I mean, I think we've talked about before. Um, before I even had one, I'm like, I've been a nanny. This is going to oh, be yeah, easy. I like, like, I can do that. Yeah. Little I did I know. Like, it changed. It's so different. Um, so, yeah, like you said, so many people I remember telling me, like, ah, that's it's going to be different when I said, like, oh, no, I've been a nanny. <laughs> yeah. Like, talk about naive. God bless. Now, looking back, those people were probably like, yeah, good luck, chick. Like, you figure it out. Totally. <laughs> and I, come I back. said exactly the same thing because I was a nanny for a while, and I, I nannied um, – you know, newborn to one and really thought I had, and I had, you know, my brother and sister eight and 10 years below me. So I basically was like, they're my baby dolls, parent them for life, you know, so excited. So, um, my mom always joked that like, I didn't have to, uh, she didn't have to change a diaper. She didn't have to do anything. My grandma came over to babysit one day and she was like, why am I here? Like Heather's great. So little mini mom over here. Totally. So I thought I was going to nail it. We are nailing it. Yeah. No, we're not. But I, kind of. <laughs> I'm nailing it, but I also am learning a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for one, your mental bandwidth is just not the same. Like I've cut a lot of shit in my life yeah. because I just don't have the capacity anymore. I mean, I've got so many things I, I wor- have to worry and think and be responsible for now. Um, I just, I don't have the time. Well, and I think that a huge part of it is your priorities are shifting. So like I, that happened to me when I was pregnant with Aiden before I even had him. And my like boss was like, Whoa, you are like very like do this. Don't do that. Like you're like, you know what you want. And I was like, and I didn't even know I was doing it, but she was like, you can tell you're getting ready for like your next phase in life because you're just like drawing these boundaries of like, Nope, not going to put up with that. I have bigger fish to fry. Like bye people, (laughs) which sounds a little harsh, but like, for people, you know, like myself, who's always like, oh, yeah, I don't want people to feel bad. And yes, yes, yes. Like, you you have to do this for yourself. And you naturally will. I think that's part of the big, big change. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm the same as you. Like, I always just kind of want to do everything for everybody. And I just want to take ownership of everything. I'm, I'm definitely very independent. And so I got to the point at, during my pregnancy, probably about six or eight months in, where I was, like, majorly cracking because I was trying to – you know, um, work Clover. I was doing some stuff on the side. I was trying to be super mom and not have any help really with Vaughn. Um, I wanted to be like, you know, Holly homemaker cooking every meal and puring every ounce of his food, um, while being, you know, an amazing friend Mm -hmm. and human to myself. And it just was not working. Like my husband finally sat me down and was like, so you're losing it. I mean, he said it in much nicer terms, and I was sitting there like, <laughs> like I don't think I got words out. Um, but you know, it just, it also just changes your appreciation for everything too. Like, I, it's so amazing how the littlest things they do, um, you know, and just like being appreciative of what you have in life, mm-hmm. and you look at your parents in a different way. Totally. Um, you look at your spouse in a different way. I, I mean, at the beginning, this is so funny. Like, you know what I'm going to yeah. say? I was like, but do we, bro? At the beginning. Um, well, and that, so like, okay, like we already talked about like stuff already starts to change once you're pregnant. But then once you have the baby, there's a lot of like change that you don't know or have never experienced, which being like hormones is huge. And not a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, talk about like postpartum. So you kind of know that could be happening, but not a lot of people talk about like what the hormones will do, like baby blues, you know, different levels of hormone, Mm -hmm. like just how you're going to experience that. 
Um, so I remember, I got it. I think it was like three weeks after possibly. So I'm still in that major hormonal phase. Probably still am today. Uh, <laughs> someone had said to me, oh my gosh, like, does this just make you like, look at John so differently? Like, like, do you just like love him more? And I was just like, looked at her and I'm like, um, and totally hesitated. I was like, yeah. And <laughs> she's like, yeah. uh, why are you hesitating? And I'm just like thinking, my like, God, there's just so much stuff you go through as a couple during that like first few weeks. You're trying to figure out like everything, like your whole life has gone flipped upside down. And yes, it's definitely a great time to see like, oh my gosh, he's stepping up to the plate and doing stuff. But you're also like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, stop asking me, just do it. Like well, and they so much change. It's different. It's not like you're dividing household chores and they can do it the way they want to do it and you can do it the way you want to do it. Like you really do have to work as a team, a very interlocked team. And it's not always 50 50, is what I realized too. Like, and it's not because Nick isn't doing everything he can. Um, you know, and I, and I recently being pregnant was like, okay, I, I know you're doing a ton, but I need more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I need more with, you know, Vaughn or whatever, you know, like I just need different things. And so, um, it's, and you don't know, like you don't know until you're in that spot. Like you probably didn't anticipate I need more during this phase of my pregnancy until you're like, okay, no, I feel this change. Like I need to talk to him about it. (laughs) Excuse me. (coughs) (laughs) She's Um, choking on her homemade pasta. No, my own self. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's just interesting how like the, the relationship level is just different too with your spouse. And I feel the same. Like there were moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, Nick is amazing. I'm obsessed with him. And there are other moments where I was like, you will die. Just change the fucking <laughs> diaper. I don't care if you don't want to do it on the couch. Then don't do it on the couch. Do it in freaking upstairs. You know, like figure just little things like, yeah, but then they don't always want to try and figure it out because you've also told them how to do everything because I took over. Mm-hmm. you like, I took charge, you know? Um, so it's definitely something that, that has been really interesting. Um, and just like, you know, the way you kind of different things, like certain things that used to bother me, I could care less about anymore. And then there's other things that I maybe didn't really care about that totally bother me now. And I'm like, that's weird. That's a good point. And one thing that we want to talk, touch on too, is like, I feel like I used to care if like the group of friends did stuff and like, we didn't get invited or, you know, things that, and now I'm like, I'd rather be Thank at home. God. I mean, love you guys if you're listening, but it just changes. Like we became such homebodies. Like we were ordering Same. in food. We just want to watch movies and like, we're happy doing that. Yes, we do like to get out every now and then, but it's like, you don't, like you were saying, I don't care as much that I'm like not out at a freaking bar. You don't need to have like we have plans all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or whatever yeah. it is. Like it is, yeah, your social schedule definitely goes down. And I know for some of my friends it didn't, but for me and Nick's always been really a homebody, but I'm definitely the planner. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, now I'm, I'm planning a lot less. There's a lot of weekends that we don't have stuff when we prompt her like, Hey, let's do this. Or Hey, let's see if this person's free. And it feels much better for us right now because we can kind of just go with the ebbs and flows of Vaughn. And you know, if he's having a great day, great, let's do stuff. If he's not cool, we're going to hang around the house more and deal with the meltdowns or whatever, you know? So yeah, you just kind of like, learn to free yourself up a little bit too, which is cool. 
Um, I couldn't imagine, and I'm sure there's a lot of relationships like this, but I couldn't imagine, like, John still wanting to go out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we're staying home. So luckily, I think, like what you're saying, too, we're both on the same page for that, but I think that can make for a very different experience because you're going through so much change of having the baby, and, like, that's your priority, and if you are going to go somewhere, you're planning where they're going. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. I just couldn't even imagine if I was like, okay, he's going out again tonight, and I'm, like, home by myself. <laughs> I do have, you know, I've heard of situations like that, not necessarily where it's just like they're always home by themselves, but more of just like one spouse wanting to do one thing and like another wanting to do another, Mm -hmm. whether it's the mother or the husband. Um, And I think something that I've chatted about with my friend and also just heard is life blocking where like you actually write a calendar and it's with you and your husband kind of sitting down. Okay. What do you need this month? What do I need next or next month? You know, like plan a month ahead. Okay, cool. Like the first Saturday of the month is the wife's, you know, day out. The third Saturday of the month is the husband's Mm -hmm. day out. The weekend in the middle is, um, you know, around the home, you kind of tag team in and out for projects or whatever you need to get done to like do the life stuff. And then maybe the last one is date night or then the one of those weekends, one night's date night. And then, you know, the other night's the day alone, but you kind of like map out your personal schedule and time you're going to support each other so that you know, okay, these are, this is how it's going to go. So that if you do have that imbalance of one spouse constantly wanting to be gone and doing stuff and then another spouse, like literally just wanting to be home, you can kind of meet in the middle Yeah, definitely. Because one thing you do have to know and expect is your relationship will change. And so much of it is for the better. Um, But I've always said, I'm like, if you think bringing a baby into this world is going to make your relationship like change, if you have issues. Yeah. Like if you're at a point where you're like, okay, well, maybe if we have a baby, it will make a difference. Like, no, 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 no. Because like I want, we went into this like rock solid great relationship and we had a lot of like issues and fights Mm. and things you can never even prepare for just come up it's a lot of change that you're you're personally dealing with he's personally dealing with and then you together it's like learning how to like live again (laughs) together no it is as i spit on you perfect i needed a shower thank you um no, it's true because I think, you know, it kind of flows downward. Like you're needed so much more with the baby and you need now so much from your spouse that maybe you didn't before. Like I didn't, you know, I needed Nick obviously, but like I didn't need him right. to cook me dinner. I did that. I didn't need him to always do the dishes. I was fine. Like he did a lot of that stuff, but it didn't need it. Now it's like, no, I need that help from you because I have so many things that even if I'm like, not doing something I'm thinking about okay well what did Vaughn have for lunch so what should he have for dinner do I have enough food for Ron nope shoot need to get the grocery mm-hmm. store da, da, da. like it's like you have a million things on your brain which kind of is similar at least I want to talk about business side too because I didn't you know um it was funny because my business partner actually before she had her baby was kind of prepping me like you're not going to want to come back to work in the same way you you are and I was very like clover is life if anyone ever used to ask me before I had a son or baby you know Oh, tell me about you. Well, I own a PR firm. Mm -hmm. Like I would go straight into business. Like that was my life. And, um, I just didn't know any better. I'd worked so hard forever. I just, that's just all I knew. And, um, it was really interesting how that shifted and Alana could see that happening and the need for it to happen prior to me. And she helped me really, you know, you're going to be off for six weeks. Like this is your reintegration plan. And, you know, we had our bumps too and stuff kind of with all that and learned a lot when she went out too, of like kind of how we're going to do this next round with me. 
Um, but it was really interesting because when I was trying to come back, I mean, I, I, if I didn't own a company, I probably wouldn't have gone back to work, but I did. And it was a really big struggle. Mm -hmm. Like I, I really was like, no, I'm for sure going to want to come back. Like, there's no way I love Clover and I love what I'm doing and I want to be independent and, and, you know, have my own thing. I was having so much anxiety around leaving him and I was leaving with my mother-in-law and I wasn't worried about her taking him once we decided that was what we were going to do. But we were thinking about, you know, a nanny in the beginning or daycare. And I literally was like, no, I I won't do it. Like I can't not do it. Um, And I just never thought I'd be that way. And I also, you know, never thought I wouldn't go back full time, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and so thankfully I had that option. Um, But it really is interesting. You know, you really think you have it defined on if you're going to go back or not. And then you have that baby and some people are like running for the hills. They are ready yeah. for their three-month maternity leave and they are back to work. And other people, it's like, whoa, I totally thought I'd want to go yeah. back to work, but I actually cannot leave this child. Yeah, I think that's a really great point to bring up because your perspective on how you're going to be, it changes so much the closer you get to having the baby. And then once you have the baby, it's just, it's all so different. Um, and I think what something that Cheryl Sandberg said in the Lean In book was like, do not make a decision about if you're going to leave or not before you go into it. Like literally take your maternity leave if you have it from work. Make that decision after because you honestly don't know until you're in the situation how it's going to be for you. For me, I took, because I didn't own the company, I was able to take maternity leave. So I literally took five months off. And in those five months, I started like, don't want to go back to work. By the end of five months, I'm like, get me out of here. I need people. I need my brain. Like, so going through, you really can't make any decisions till you're there, you know? And I couldn't imagine being like, okay, yeah, this is my, before having the baby, this is going to be my last week. I'm not coming back. And then you get there and you're like, shit, I do want to work. So literally do not make any decisions until you are there. (laughs) It's such a, that's such a good piece of advice because you really, you could think 150,000% this is the way you're going to be. And literally I've had friends that are that thought for sure they were going back. Like there was no doubt mm-hmm. in their mind. And then the baby came, their their maternity leave was coming up and they're like, nope, I'm going back for two weeks to get my bonus and I'm out. Yeah. And it, it, you know, you just don't know, like you said. So yeah. I think that's such good advice to wait until you have the baby, go through your maternity leave and then figure out your exit yeah. plan, you know? Yeah, totally. And as a business owner, I know that that would be hard on a business if like you've been covering them for maternity leave and then they come back and then they decide yeah. to leave. But honestly, I would, as a mother, I understand it. Like I get it. Totally. That, I'm so glad you said that because every time I've talked to girls who are going to actually leave, but they're on their maternity leave, they're so terrified to have that conversation, which yeah. I, I totally get it. It's like you just took money from them. <laughs> Not really from them. Also but from you the took a lot of time. Stuff. Yeah. You paid into it. You but like, I know some who had like paid maternity leave. I, there's some stipulation. I think you have to go back to some degree. I feel I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you have, or are, you have to pay back, I think. I thought you had to pay back. Company paid yeah. leave versus government like, yeah. aid disability. Because it's private. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but they're so terrified to have that conversation, which is scary. But I like that you said that because, and I think that's what will be happening more as um, more female executives are rising up and female owned businesses. And there's just, 
I think having the flexibility around um, being with your family and still being able to work is gonna, obviously a big trend now, but only going to get bigger as like women start to run the companies more because look at like what we're doing. Like we get so much shit done from a business standpoint as well with our kids, you yeah. know, and we're, we're making it work. It, it actually just made me think of something. I was out to dinner with a friend. She's a dear friend, Total Doll, and um, she's in the mortgage industry. And she was talking about how there's a ton of people now that work from home and they're moms. And it's really cool. Like you would not think mortgage is going to be innovative, mm-hmm. you know, and not, I mean, I know nothing about the industry except what I experienced as a personal homeowner, but um, you just think it's very corporate, very, you know, rigid. You need to be in the office to work mm-hmm. the loans, whatever. Not at all. Like literally so many of their employees work from home. They're moms. They have young kids. I was thinking, oh, they have kids that are, you know, eight, nine, ten in school most of the time and that's mm-hmm. how they get it done. No, this one woman that she was mentioning has kids, three kids under four. So, you know, she's got them in preschool, but also one that's home kind of balances the home one. But she literally like pops on when she puts them into preschool, deals with naps with their youngest, um, works, gets off at three and um, is like, you know, figuring out that kind of balance from three to six or seven till they go to bed. And then she pops back on a little bit after having some time with her husband. I was like, that is a lot of work for her, but she's doing it because it's the best of both worlds and it's what she needs. I think that's so awesome that, you know, so many industries are starting to look at it that way because Clover were like that, you know, but we're also both moms. We're in a mind, we're a conscious creative agency. Our whole mission, our mission and ethos, I was trying to like mix them is about being mindful and supportive. Um, but I think it's just really cool that um, industries are going that way. And just to kind of show like it's not just us in the creative space that are, you know, jumping on board with that. It really is going across the board and people yeah. are starting to understand like this needs to happen. And really you get happier employees that way. Totally. And that's what I always say <clears throat> to people who like, I don't know, who are looking for a new job, but like maybe they're not going to get the pay they want. I'm like, negotiate flexibility. Like having the flexibility could be, because at one of my last companies, I literally was like, I stayed for a long time. The flexibility was amazing. And I'm like, you know, I could justify, I would rather get paid less and have the flexibility that I had, honestly, because it is a perk. I mean, it's a, I, I looked at it as like a value thing because I got time back, you know, yeah. I was able to, wake up and work when I wanted to in a certain way. And that makes it valuable. Yeah, definitely. So we kind of got off track of change, but (laughs) I think definitely businesses and yeah, yeah. we did. (laughs) The world is down a rabbit hole. Technology is changing. The world is changing. We're changing the topic of this podcast. (laughs) Your body changes. Definitely. I think I like, (sighs) she's so skinny and cute. So let's, let's hear what she's going to say. Girl, uh, those birth and hips from what did I talk about in episode nine. Oh my god, 10. no, her hips, I can't even, are like the smallest in. thing. They're coming in. I'm like, no. uh, I don't even know what I am. <laughs> You're not. Bottom heavy. Stop it. But you've, you've got, she's bootylicious, let's just be clear. She's like Beyonce status here, like teeny tiny Except no like, abs. My body to bootylicious, get out of here. No, I've seen you naked. <laughs> oh um, god, but yeah, I, I honestly, let's just be clear. First pregnancy with Vaughn, I was 11 pounds heavier than when I got pregnant this time. So lucky now. Let's just also talk about heavier. And I gained a decent amount of weight and I felt good. Yeah. 
I felt sexy. I was making a human for crying out loud. I feel like fucking superwoman. Yeah. I was like, um, I'm sorry. I don't care who's talking to me unless you're other moms and you're also baking a baby. High five. You're in my lane. If not, I don't know what you did today. Sorry. I made a foot and an eyeball and a brain. Top that. Done like, and just, done. It made me be like, uh, I am like, this is awesome. And then to like see him like fostering in the world. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really cool. Um, so doing it again, it's just like, you know, I do obviously have a lot of anxieties around like, okay, the body changes and I feel like everything's getting bigger faster this time. And I don't really know, you know, what's going on, but I'm also like, oh, am I going to bounce back? Like I did last time, you know, I, I did have a very good experience with breastfeeding, but this next baby could have a hard time breastfeeding. And then what, what well, or even, I mean, you just probably have a really good metabolism because you can like eat a lot and still stay skinny. Well, we wouldn't know because I never work out. So that was basically my body working out for the first time since high school so I was like oh wow we're actually doing something again but you burn like a thousand calories a day from breastfeeding I know but not everybody loses weight unfortunately well because but I've heard after you stop you can because this is how it works some bodies want to hold on to the weight and the nutrients to have things to use so I don't know this would be a great question for for like genetic garden which was on our last episode but um i I feel like your body burns or releases fuel in different ways where like maybe mine, if I'm, you know, burning those calories, my body's like, okay, you know, let's, let's get going where maybe some, somebody's like, no, no, I need to save this so that I'm, yeah. I can be healthy. Totally. And I mean, like, that's just like anybody's bodies and lives too. Like your response to hormones, you know, could be different than my response to hormones, yeah. you know? And that's like another thing too, is like, you never know like how you're like, nobody can tell you, there's no textbook of this is what your body's going to do right. pre- during and post-pregnancy. I think where I had the hardest time was post-pregnancy. Like, during pregnancy, like, I was, like, like you said, I feel amazing. Like, just was so great. And then it was not until probably when I stopped breastfeeding, to be honest, and that may have been why, I just felt, like, so, like, squishy. And and I wasn't working out. And I liked my boobs before. And then they turned into, like, empty bags. And... (laughs) I literally like trying to stuff them in my bra, like and they're falling out. I was just talking to my girlfriend who I had dinner with the mortgage girl. Um, I was just telling her about how stoked I am on my boobs right now. Like I think I love being pregnant because I finally have boobs, and I'm like, oh my god, this is this amazing. is what it feels like. Yeah, like wow, this is why everyone thinks it's so fun. Um, and like then, look, but don't touch, boys. Yeah, well, not right? boys, I Nick. Know. Yeah, <laughs> you can touch. Um, but <laughs> everyone else, hands off. Uh, but it's so funny because then you do go through this moment afterwards where, I mean, yeah, I lost the weight, but I was just as flabby. Like sure. there were no abs. I couldn't do a sit up for to save my life. I had no upper body strength. My tits were flat. Like that was the pro. I I had so much. I think I actually had postpartum going on. I didn't know it or like some sort of stress going on. Yeah. But then that happened, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah. You know, even when Vaughn starting solids and I just wasn't breastfeeding as much, I'm like, "Well, this blows." Like that's, I so when like, you I said like, like postpartum of like my boobs being gone yeah. more than like not being pregnant. No, that's so funny. You, do you remember like okay, so at the beginning your boobs are like pretty massive when you start nursing, but then when it gets into like kind of the equal part, they get softer. And yeah. I remember like sometimes I felt like oh my god, I'm like trying to like flop it into his mouth because they weren't as like <laughs> at the beginning. It's just different, and then they got like settled, and I'm like 
and and because I started um, mixing, he did part formula while I was nursing. So then I like had less milk. So I was like, oh my gosh, these like things, I feel like I'm violating him. I'm like, get in there. <laughs> Breastfeeding's like that anyways. Oh my gosh. Like flop it in. That's another thing that changes though. You become a food receptacle, yeah. which is like so weird because you don't, you don't actually connect with your body being like sexual for a while you connect with it as like a machine it has a purpose of like like sustaining another human being and that's basically it and anything else like you know i I mean probably the first three months i was like no don't touch me this body is nothing except like i just felt like a cow I'm dying because because I know you watched this too. The the latest Amy Schumer stand up special when she's literally like she's like I'm sitting on the couch with my husband and he like tries to like come on to her and she's like I'm sorry did you need something (laughs) or about when like he they go into her OB's office and they're like talking about can they have sex and she's giving her the eye like say no pay a thousand dollars. And then the the doctor's like, oh, yeah, it's totally fine. Sex is great. And she's like, do you want me to come to your house and tell your husband that you can, he can fuck you? She's like, no. <laughs> she's like, but oh it's my so God, funny. That is seriously, if like, the best. If anyone not check that out, go on right now. It is the funniest freaking stand-up. Oh, my gosh. It t- especially if you're, like, if you're pregnant or you have a kid or you've been through oh pregnancy because you can totally relate. And it's just hilarious because she's just raw and real about it and <laughs> – I like can't even because it's like I like <laughs> like we, don't we touch me. Like, go over the whole stand up comedy now, but I think we defend some listeners, and it'd take us a while. And your dad, he's yeah. our avid. Hey dad, oh yeah, he's- does he still listen to us? Oh yeah, he's he's. Uh, I'm sure he he fast forwards a few parts once he's like, oh god, okay, never mind. Not he's that like, part. how do I fast forward? Yeah, he's super fan for life. Larry Sergino is super fan. If you ever seen love you, Larry Sergino comedy, that's our number one fan. My daddy yo. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of things change, but it's good and it's, it, you know, it's, it's good, good and it's wild. Uh, like, I don't want to say bad cause it's not bad. It's just, it, you know, it's different. I do think your mindset you have to be really careful about because you can get in a bad place with that and you have to really like be, you know, find those friends you can talk to. That's another thing. Your, your friend group kind of changes and you, you know, I almost felt like I was in high school again, like making new friends, like, Hey, mom at the park, or I'm a lot chatty in different ways. And like, I'm also just like reaching out to different people um, and having kind of a different support system in certain ways. But find those people you can talk to, you know, don't be afraid to make new friends. Don't worry if certain relationships shift. It just could be a season or a timing, you know, who knows. But um, it a lot of things just change. And I think the biggest lesson I learned from, you know, the first pregnancy and, and getting into motherhood with Vaughn is like you can't control any of it. Yeah. You need to just look at I mean you can control certain things but that like trying to control stuff is where I got into trouble personally and I feel like you just have to assess like the needs your responsibility and like really where you can just let go and like be in the moment and just like go in the flow find your flow you know totally no that's so great because that's what I was gonna say is similar to what you were saying but like don't beat yourself up like you're gonna have days where you're like what the hell did I accomplish I'm the worst mom in the yeah world. and you can't do that to yourself because it's like it's one day in the grand scheme of things now when you get into it's been a couple weeks and you haven't done anything yeah. you may need to ask for help yeah. but for the most part it's like some of these days are a blip on the radar in the grand scheme of things and moments. it's hard like you can't beat yourself up and that like you said talking to people like 
just getting out there and realizing like that it's not just me that's going through this. It makes it so much more relatable. And I'd be careful about getting too involved on forums online. Don't do that because there's a lot of crazy there. Find but live physical mom group. Yeah, like people that forum. you can just and that's I mean, God, full circle. That's like why we started this is because what the way we connected, you know, was through work, but also through personal commonalities, our families, our babies. It's like when we needed to talk to people that have that work element too, because that's like a different factor in your life. Um, so be easy on yourself, girls. Girl, just stop apologizing. And <laughs> who do you think you are? Wash your face. Yeah, I was going to say Rachel over here. <laughs> no, she has some good advice, man. Um, she definitely does i mean she's been through some oh we love her yeah you said something just now and you were wrapping it up and it was really good and i had a comment and then (laughs) mom brain i said be easy on yourself girl oh yeah thank you okay so one thing i've started doing that i just wanted to share before we wrap this up um is i was having a really hard time certain days where i would just have you know vaughn would have a bad day so then obviously i have a bad day Mm -hmm. and i would just be so hard on myself but it really is like moments within the day so i started at the end of the night just silently thinking in my head okay you know the morning was amazing okay that meltdown kind of sucked what could i have done differently okay i'll try that next time and the afternoon was fabulous and oh yeah definitely don't want to do that again with him i'm going to work on this instead and like just kind of recapping my day and giving me like plus and plus and improvement you know kind of ratings and just like at the end of the day no because it really makes you realize that you have like hours of amazingness and 10 minutes of struggle Mm -hmm. and then hours of amazingness and 10 minutes of struggle and so it's like you finally realize okay you know this I I was a good mom today you know and and it makes you also kind of personally look at the things that like okay I might be able to do that a little better I'm going to try better I think it was at our because I'm trying to I was trying to remember where we heard this or we I say we because I thought I think I was with you at our last networking event where someone was like just write down all the positives because it's so like you said it's so much more and like the negatives are the blip on the radar it's like who mm-hmm. cares that you had a their child had a meltdown you know yeah. in the moment it feels like the end of the world and you want to jump off the roof but <laughs> because they can't have the knife and they want it and you're like I can't give it to you or, you're yeah. like. You can't slam the wall with the broom, okay? Like, it's always something so random where you're like, I wish you could – I want to write them all down so that when he's 15, he can be like, hey, remember the time that you wanted to slam the broom into the sliding door and slap me? That's like asshole parent. I love that hashtag because it's so relatable and so funny. It's like, oh, these babies, they get us every time. So we love you guys, girls, guys boys men everything in between thanks for listening to us this week we'll be back next week same time same place please subscribe if you haven't and if you feel so inclined leave us a review that's the best way you you can help support us if you want us to keep going on in this world (laughs) we'll be here five star rating place only we will find you like we said see it comes full circle um, but yeah, thanks for joining us today. This is a fun one to chat about. We'd love to hear your thoughts too. Go to at soulswaste.co if you want to share anything that you you know heard, listened, made you think of something too. We always want to hear your thoughts. We also have, um, if you haven't checked it out, we do at least um, two to three blogs a week. So we've had um, the honor of having really great guests and so many people, so many of these women are kicking butt in 
work, family life, uh, motherhood, and we just love partnering with other women to um, empower each other. So if you haven't yet, check it out. There's a plethora of content. And that's all we got for you this week. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining A Space for Soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll We'll love love you forever. For more information on today's topics, the notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E dot co forward slash podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at soulspace.co. Catch us next week at the same place, same time. And as always, feel free to tell a friend. Toodles. Toodles.